to the You Stop You podcast, the show designed to fortify your mindset and empower your life. It's your weekly IV drip of positive influence and impact. I'm your host, Scott Rasmussen. In today's episode, we'll talk about measuring success. That's all next, so here we go. If I were to ask you to think of four things that you have accomplished in the last week, could you do that? If I were to ask you to take the next 15 seconds and think about those four things, could you come up with them? And and once you've you've decided on what those four things are, what's the feeling associated with that? So if for example, if I have accomplished my daily run and I decided say not to watch TV at night, and I also was able to not put off doing any additional studying that I'm doing uh, at the end of the night, and maybe that I went to bed you know, on time. Those are the four things. The feelings that I have with those are ones of happiness and fulfillment, accomplishment. If you were to think of those things every day uh, when you go to work or when you get to work, what do you think are the effects of uh, those things in your personal life on your coworkers and on your your overall attitude that you have at work most likely you're going to you're going to feel good <clears throat> you're going to feel content you're going to you're going to feel like you can go out there and you can make it happen that week so that's called uh measuring the gain so most people if they're going to measure that gain you're going to think you know I did four out of four things or I did four out of six things and you're measuring the gain, the good things that happened. Now, on the flip side, some people measure what's called the gap. So some people think, oh, geez, I really didn't accomplish much this week. I left five things undone. And that just makes you feel horrible, right? You just feel like you're unsuccessful. You can't do it. You're always behind. And so when you're going through your week and you're you're trying to measure success measure the gain measure the things that you're doing well and don't measure the gap the things that are left undone does the gap in your life sometimes feel like you're looking out at the horizon you're standing on the shore you're looking out at the horizon it looks amazing it's this idealist looking uh, idea that you want to accomplish all these wonderful things if you have you know, these things in your mind, eight things you want to get done, and there they all are, and they're forever out there on the horizon, almost untouchable. It, it's it's not really real, because it's so far out there. It's almost like getting in a boat, floating out there, and the closer you get to the horizon, it's almost as if it moves, and it's it's never quite in reach. And if we measure the gap continually, that's kind of how our life is. We're all, we'll always be measuring up short. So when you think on the gain, you're going to think on building yourself up, strengthening yourself. When you're thinking on the gap, it's kind of like tearing yourself down. You're thinking on weaknesses and things that you're just not able to do. So there, there's a way to be more productive uh, in life, and that's just to have more confidence. Um, I'm not saying that we don't ever talk about improvement or how to get better, because um, there's ways to do that. So if you fall short, 
here's one thing you can do that can turn uh, those failures into great successes. If you fall short, I want you to take that frustration that you feel, because you do feel frustrated when when things happen that uh, you think maybe I could have done better and it just didn't work out. Well, when you fall short, take that frustration, turn that into energy, and then once you take that frustration and turn it into energy, there's just two things that'll happen. And there's only two options. One of them is you can choose to complain or you can choose to create, but you cannot have both. It's one or the other. So again, you fall short, you take that frustration, you turn it into energy. And then once that's turned into energy, there's just two things that you can do, complain or create. And hopefully we can each learn to create because basically what you're going to do is you're going to turn those frustrations into your to-do lists. Those are your daily to-do lists. And once you do that, boy, we can we can have a lot of success. What we have to do is just ask that question, you know, what, what's, what's frustrating me? What's, what's holding me back? And then we can make those to-do lists and just knock it out of the park. I, I, I learned uh, something great this week on what's called learned helplessness. Now, learned helplessness is a concept that's been researched uh, a lot now. According to the American Psychological Association, it is a state that occurs when experienced an uncontrollable stressful situation repeatedly. So this results in the belief that it's just not possible to change your situation, um, even if it becomes available to do so. So there's a, an experiment that, that was conducted regarding fleas, fleas in a jar. The scientific experiment uh, was conducted and we were able to learn about what their abilities are and how they learn helplessness. So when few fleas were put into the jar, the fleas just jumped out of the jar immediately. There was no problem. However, when a glass lid was placed on top um, over it, the fleas tried to jump out but couldn't because they kept, of course, hitting the glass lid. So as they, as they kept trying to do this over and over and over again, the interesting part of the experiment is that when the glass lid was removed, the fleas just kept jumping at the same height of the glass lid. So they had accepted their limitation and they've learned this helplessness. So this is really similar to what we experience in our daily lives. It just shows us how we're tempted to take one or two experiences that we have as evidence to limit ourselves. Um, according to psychologist Jane Leonard, uh, this state can occur in both children and adults. Um, she mentions that uh, smoke addicts or people with weight problems or even school children can experience learned helplessness. And these may seem very uh, you know, different from situations uh, that might happen for many different people in all walks of life, but, but it comes back to the exact same mindset. And the same mindset is the acceptance of the limitation. Um, that's really uh, what's amazing is because although the intensity you know, might be different for everyone, we just all experience this state of finding that we ourselves 
you know, have these repetitive failures and we just kind of give up. And uh, Martin Seligman said that learned helplessness is the giving up reaction, the quitting response that follows from the belief that whatever you do doesn't matter. So this is what I'm going to say kind of in closing and in conclusion today. Do not give up. If you've ever fallen short, just get up. Don't let a few experiences just run your life. Remember, you're the master of your fate. You're the captain of your soul. You're the one that's in charge. You have total power to get up and to try again. And you can experience success. Remember that you stop you. And we're the ones that stop ourselves. My challenge this week is to be unstoppable and definitely not to give up. Until next week, be unstoppable.